on here. Hey, this is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin, with another millionaire midnight rant, Paris style. I'm in Paris, I'm in France. And I decided to go live and just to keep you guys updated of what's going on here. Um, I got a bad case of food poisoning, which I've been probably vomiting for the last day. <laughs> But, however, I wanted to go live with you because I, I wanted you to really see and understand the difference between the people that get what they want and the ones that don't. The people that don't get what they want, they just make excuses. It's just easy to make an excuse for to not do what's necessary. And you have a, another type of person who don't make excuses doesn't matter what happens they still persevere towards what they want here so tonight here we're going to talk about perseverance hey guys how you doing here this is wesley billion dollar virgin i'm in paris i'm in france having an absolutely insane time here i'm enjoying myself i really am um you know with it's my best friend's birthday, so he decided he wants to travel the world in the month of September. So it's been a ride, and it's been fun, and it's been very enjoyable as well. But listen, um, I have to do my rants here. You know, When I think about rants, I think about you. I think about the men and women that wait for me to jump on live here. I know it's 11 o'clock in Houston, but it's about 6 o'clock a.m. in Paris, France here. But listen, I'm determined... Um, nothing's going to stop me from continuing to do what I do, right? Because the vision is huge. The vision is great. And I want you to understand something. When the vision is huge, um, when the vision is huge, there's nothing that can stop you from achieving your goals. So go ahead and put your names here below. Thank you for your shout outs. Thank you for tagging people below. Also, thank you for being here. As you goes, as you folks know, I'm a, I'm a self-made millionaire from Houston, Texas. I'm a black man. I'm a father as well. And I grew up pretty average, pretty poor. But through perseverance and through educating myself, I became a self-made millionaire. I'm currently worth about $40 million. And I use this platform here, podcast to share my philosophy with the world to help you. And I share it in a very practical, mechanistic way, which we talk about manifestation, we talk about business, we talk about anything, success and prosperity. And I think what I do well is I'm able to explain very complex topics in a very third grader way, if I can say that. So average, normal people can understand and apply it to their lives. Understand that anybody, anybody can be a millionaire. Most people won't, but everybody can be. You, know, you have the ability to be rich, but education is required. Not formal education, but educating yourself on the different things that are necessary to become the type of person you need to be to get what you want. Hey, Daphne, how are you? So go ahead and comment your names below. Let me give everybody a shout out here. Go ahead and put your names here below. But listen, food poisoning is not going to stop Wesley Virgin. Uh, come on now. Food poisoning is not going to stop Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin at all. I don't care. I mean, my stomach is still hurting. I haven't eaten in a day. 
all day. Like I've been in the bed for the past 24 hours. But it's okay. Right? It's not, it's not a big deal. And you got to realize how powerful your mind is. I think a lot of you don't realize how powerful your mind is. I get it. You know, when the body is in pain, um, we tend to exacerbate the pain because we're feeling the pain is real, right? But remember something. Your mind is powerful and your mind is more powerful than the body. That even though you're feeling pain, you can use your mind to focus on other things. You can use your mind to say, you know what? I'm getting better. I'm feeling better. Um, my body is healed. I mean, you can just say these things because remember, the mind controls the body, not the other way around. But you got to know that, right? You have to know that, that your mind is what controls the body. So I'm not thinking about the fact that my stomach is in pain right now. I'm not thinking about the fact that at any given time I may have to get up and go to the toilet and throw. I, I don't know. But I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking about you and I'm thinking about serving you. I'm thinking about answering your questions here and I'm thinking about giving you um, and delivering my best here for you, okay? Um, let me see here. Hey, Gabriel, how are you? Heritings, how are you? Berto, uh, Joan, how are you? Travis, Lions from Jamaica, Kanye West, Maxwell, Money, Mike Wynn, Brian D. Bake, Cedric, Adore, Fabi, Bandre, Afia. Uh, Gabriel, uh, Petty, hey, how are you, how are you? I just want to give you guys a shout out to let you know that I see you, I care. Morgan, how are you? Miss Sanchez as well, Black American Goddess. Um, okay, awesome. So, you know, real quickly here, and listen, I will answer questions after this for sure. If you want to ask me about my trip, I will. I'll tell you about my trip as well. Um, but any questions you have for me, I'm always willing to answer for you, Okay. Um, so, you know, tonight I just want to talk about perseverance. I want to, I want everybody to write down these words. I must persevere to get what I want. Okay. Go ahead and comment those words below and take notes, by the way. I must persevere with what I want. And let's kind of break down the word persevere. What does that really mean? Persevere is just not taking action. Okay. Many of you are taking action, right? How many of you are actively, actively taking action towards your dreams and goals? Comment below if you are, right? Many people like yourself are already taking action. But perseverance is another level of action taking. To persevere means that, well, I'm going to take action even though I don't want to take action. You get it? Perseverance means I'm going to take action even though I don't feel well. I'm going to take action even though I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm going to take action even though every action that I'm taking is not reciprocating the result that I want. Taking action, I mean, persevering is it appears that everything is against me. But I'm going to take action anyway. Does that make sense? You know, to persevere is just realizing that there are going to be barriers. And I want you guys to understand this, you know, through your journey to wealth, to millions, or whatever you want, there are obviously going to be barriers, there are going to be challenges, and there are going to be things that are meant to stop you, that are meant to hold you back from getting what you want. You've got to understand that. Like, success or making a million dollars, um, it's quite difficult. And the difficult part is not really the 
how to or how to do it. The difficult part is continuing to continue to do what's necessary despite the challenges. There are going to be many challenges. Let me give you some examples here. Um, many of you, you may say, well, I can't do this because I'm not making enough money or I don't have enough money to do that thing. Well, a person that perseveres finds a way to get the money or they find a way to do it without the money to get what they want. Does that make sense? Like not having enough money is not an excuse that's going to be valid, that's going to keep you from getting what you want. Does that make sense? Some of you might think, well, I don't have enough education for a school. Well, most millionaires and billionaires do not go to school to make their money. So, again, that's not an excuse. Some of you might say, well, I'm going through a tough time financially. I'm trying to pay my bills on time, and I'm in a ton of debt. I got I to gotta work on this stuff right now, Wes. I mean, I just can't focus on the bill. I can't do that. Well, listen, again, that's another excuse. Um, and I know, what you say, I know what you're thinking. You may say, well, that's not an excuse. It is an excuse. Listen, anything that you tell yourself about what you can't do as it relates to achieving your goals is an excuse. And this is what I want you to really to understand. That is no excuse that's valid. And I get it. You might say, oh, my dad died. My mom died. This got sick. I mean, listen, and this is the tough part about success, what you know, many successful people don't talk about. They honestly, because that's how rich people think. Um, there's no excuse that's valid. None. As it relates to your dream or your goal or whatever you want to achieve, no excuse is valid, period. None. And I know that's tough because many excuses that we think are valid are just emotional excuses, right? Because we feel, well, I really can't do this right now because of this. And I'm just, I, had, I went through a divorce and I'm sad right now. I'm depressed right now, blah, 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 whatever. That's just an excuse. Okay, does that make sense? No excuse is valid as it relates to achieving your goals or dreams. Does that make sense? Write that down. No excuse is valid as it relates to achieving your goals and dreams. Which means this, you got to persevere. Persevere is you just got to find a way. That's it. You have to find a way even though it doesn't seem like there's a way. Like many of you have started internet companies. Some of you have started conventional companies. And you feel that, well, I don't know what to do. Or you feel that, well, I need more help. Or you feel that you're lost. Some of you feel that you're stuck. To persevere means that even though I feel lost and stuck, I have to find a way. And you have to understand this. I mean, every rich person on the planet when they first begun, they didn't know the way. Okay? Because I know some of you still believe, like, well, I don't know the way, Wes. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know. Listen, um, I mean, all millionaires that are self-made, billionaires that are self-made, they didn't know exactly what to do. Right? Do you think Steve Jobs knew exactly how to build a billion-dollar phone company? I don't think he knew exactly how to do that when he first started. Right? Do you think Mark Zuckerberg, when he created Facebook, do you think he knew exactly how to create the biggest social media platform on the planet? No, he did not. He didn't know it at all. He wasn't thinking that way. He was just thinking about building a great product here, right? So you have to understand every business person in the beginning of their um, 
the journey, they don't know. But they discovered how. Okay? <laughs> and I want you to realize something that you will figure it out as long as you continue to take action and continue to persevere. And the big challenge is persevering through the challenges. You got to persevere when you don't want to do it or you try to justify why you can't do something. You have to persevere. Does that make sense? You got to keep moving forward. I know it hurts. I know you're in pain. I get it. Listen, I went out, you know, I went out, ate some food and I went to a club. We was having a good time. My stomach started to hurt. I didn't think about it. I didn't really care. And I continued to have fun. And then about four o'clock in the morning when I came home, my God, I, I mean, I just threw up like a thousand times, honestly. Yeah, you know, I just, like, it was insane, you know. You know when you have diarrhea and you throw up at the same time? That's just insane. Like, I I felt like I was about to die, right? And all I could do was just lay down. I was super weak, couldn't really move, couldn't really walk. So I just laid there, okay? But even while I was laying there, I realized that I had to do a rant in a few hours. Or I had to, I had to do a rant. Does that make sense? Like, uh, it's easy for me not to do the rent. Obviously, I'm already rich. I have enough money to do what I want to do. But I thought to myself, he said, you know, right now, I could give myself a, an excuse. Or I can tell my my followers that, hey, I'm sick. I can't do anything. I'm sorry, guys. I just can't. No, absolutely not. And I said, well, Wesley, this is an opportunity for you to persevere. It's an opportunity for you to do the podcast because you may be able to help somebody. You may be able to share something with someone that needs you and needs you now. And then the great thing about it, it's an example. This is like I'm living my life as an example to let you know that I have challenges as well. I know sometimes you guys feel that my life is perfect, which it is. But it doesn't mean I don't have challenges. It doesn't mean I don't have issues and problems and things I got to deal with. But me, I just circumvent those things. You know, it's not even a big deal to me, honestly. I don't think about problems the way that you do. I don't think about hardship and shit like that. I don't think about it the way that you do. It is not a big deal. And I understand that hardship and challenges are necessary for my growth. Like, I understand that so deeply that they don't affect me. So even though I feel sick right now, even though my stomach is killing me right now, I'm still going to do the rent because I'm not thinking about the pain. I'm thinking about you. I'm thinking about what can I say to you for you to understand that persevering through the challenges and through the pain, it's necessary if you want to be wealthy, if you want to be rich, if you want to get whatever you want, if you want to develop yourself in a way that the world would admire you, develop yourself in a way that the world would start to change itself to the point to get you what you want. Does that make sense? Okay. And thank you all for the kind of words. I appreciate you. I'm going to get well. Don't worry. I'm already well now. Like, I believe I'm well. I'm fine. It's not a big deal. But the, the, the point of this rant was for you to understand that you must persevere if you really want what you say you want. You have to push. You got to fight. And the fight is with yourself every single day. Listen to me. The fight is with you. It's your thoughts. It's your emotions. How you feel. You have to fight because your mind every single day of your life is going to tell you what you can't do. Your mind's going to tell you that you need to slow down. Your mind's going to say, well, maybe not today. Maybe not right now. You don't have enough money. You don't have enough mentorship. Don't do that. Be cautious. I mean, your mind 
on a daily basis. It's going to give you reasons on why you can't do what you know you need to do to get what you want. It's going to say you've been working all day. You're too tired. Just lay down. Go drink a glass of wine and just watch some TV. Watch some TikTok. You know, you worked hard today. But listen, working hard and making progress are two different things. It's not enough to work hard. It's not enough just to do a bunch of activity. Progress is necessary for growth. Progress is necessary for you to get what you want. If you have a business right now, if you're not making money in the business today, well, I don't know if you really have a business because the business is not a business until you're making money. You got to have some type of money coming in. That's just how I think. And I and I understand everybody doesn't agree with me about that. But listen, you know, if, if you have a business that's not making money, that's a problem. And I'm not saying you have to make money to day one, but you have to have a goal to make money day one. And I think a lot of companies that are brand new entrepreneurs, they don't think that way. They don't think, well, how are you going to make money? And then you have to demand. You have to demand it from yourself. That means that you can't go to sleep without making money. To share a story with you right now, in one of my companies, um, uh, with um, my partner, Ariella, she's the young lady that she found me on Instagram at the age of 27. I've been mentoring her for the last couple of years, and, you know, she's made her millions of dollars, and she's very excited about that. And when she first started with me, when she first started her company, we were bringing her leads, you know. There are paid leads at different companies that, you know, I get customers, and customers, we call them, we sell them on different programs, Right. Because we want to develop them and we want them to make money online, obviously, right? We want them to give them a vehicle. That's what we do. But, you know, in the past uh, couple of months, you know, the leads have slowed down to the point that she um, didn't get all the leads that she used to get. We used to give her like 500, 800 leads a day um, that was coming to her so she can just call these people and convert them into customers for high ticket products. And but in the last couple of months, you know, the leads have slowed down a bit, and um, she was uh, at first like a little worried. But you know what she told me today, and this is why uh, she gets it, man. She really does. She says, you know, even though I was worried, I decided not to focus on how I was worried. I, 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 she decided not to focus on worrying. She decided to focus on progress. She had to focus on that, even though she has some barriers because she's not getting as many leads. Now she has to open up her mind and her brain and think outside the box and see where she can find other people or other customers or other leads to be able to do what she got to do. Now, today she did over $20,000 herself. She did over $20,000 with her and her team today. She did over $20,000 with not a lot of leads, not a lot of customers, but still... She hit a $20,000 day. Now, let me, share some, let me share something with you about that. Listen, when you can perform even when you're in a drought, when the drought is over, she won't do $20,000 a day. She'll do $60,000 a day. Does that make sense? See, understand this. The drought or the hardship is meant to develop you. And that's characteristics of a CEO because, listen, um, in any company, any business, obviously, it's not going to be sunny every day. I mean, I understand that we want sun. But listen, the rain is necessary. Why? For growth. Like, you just can't have sun every day and not have the rain. Because the rain is necessary for the world, the environment to grow. Right? 
And even though it's wet, and even though um, it's cloudy outside, even in your business, you have to find a way to still persevere as if the sun is out. Does that make sense? And she did that. I'm very excited, proud of her because she's getting it. Because that's how CEOs look at the world. Because we understand there's not always going to be a sunny, you know, the best. Um, uh, the best times are the best moments of any CEO is what did he do or what did she do when things were rough, when they were tough? Did they perform or did they just cave in, right? Did they progress or did they throw in the towel? A true CEO of a company is measured by what does he or what does she do when the company is not progressing the way that it should. Okay, what does he do? How does he think? How does he move? Right? And I must say that she's moving very well. I'm extremely proud of her. And listen, that's what I want you to do. Because I, I get it. Right now, you, you're not making millions of dollars. And you want to make millions of dollars. And you want to be independently wealthy here. But my question to you is, what are you doing in the rain? What are you doing when it's cloudy outside? What are you doing when the rain is pouring so hard you don't have an umbrella? You feel wet. You don't want to go outside. You want to go inside because it's too wet out there, right? Your clothes is wet and it's hard. It's tough. But are you able to see the sun? Are you able to use your mind and say, even though I'm wet and I'm drenched, but I'm able to see the sun and I can feel the sun and I can see the progress and I see the results you got to be able to see the sun. You have to be able to see the progress, even though it feels that no progress is being made. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? So, at this moment, I'm going to go ahead and answer some questions here. Okay. And did you get value here tonight, folks? Talk to me. Did you get value? Did you get value here? I want everybody to comment below. I must persevere. You just, you have to. Listen, I'm talking from the top of my heart right now. Like, you must, I must persevere. You must. It's necessary. You know, it's no excuse. It's valid. None. And I mean, it's hard. It, it really is tough. Because it's so easy to say that I can't do this because of this. Right? It is. It's very easy for me, and many of you would have understood if I said I can't do this rant here tonight because I have food poisoning, right? That would be legitimate to you. But I'm like, no, I don't care if I have food poisoning. Who cares? This is another podcast that's going to be syndicated on Spotify. It's going to be on iHeartRadio. It's going to be on Amazon Music. It's going to be on Apple Podcasts. It's another rant that's going to be in the books. So the rant is necessary. I must do it. And I want all of you to think like that, even though you don't have a lot. I get it. Listen, I know you don't have a lot. I know you don't have all the resources, the money that I have. But I've been there too. And I had to conjure up the power and the energy to push forward. And it's tough. It's tough when you can't pay your bills on time. It's tough when you don't have a job. It's tough when you sleep on the air mattress, you're sleeping in your car. It's tough when you can't even get a house, can't even get an apartment because your credit is screwed. I get it. But you got to find the energy and find the power within you to continue to push forward and understand and believe that there's something better that's about to be revealed. 
And that start with your mind. Do you not understand? It starts with the mind. The mind is powerful. The mind can perceive your current reality in a different way. That's the start. That's the inception point of all success. Your mind, your thoughts. Work on the thoughts. Many of you are spending too much time on the internet searching how to make money online, how to make money fast, how to make money, how to make money, how to make money. You're going to all these seminars and all these events. And listen, you have to work on the mind. Develop the mind first. Every single day of my life for the past 15 years, I have been developing my mind, how I think. This is why it's so easy for me, because I don't perceive challenges and hardships and adversities the way that you do. They don't bring me down. They don't kick me in the ass. They push me forward. Does that make sense? Adversities and challenges, they push me forward. They just, uh, they put me in a position that I'm ready to move forward. Does that make sense? And I want you folks to understand that, okay? Questions for you. Let's see here. Questions here. Somebody just said, I'm always trying to get in touch with you, Wesley. However, I'm unable to. I want to be a millionaire. I have the drive, but need your expertise to get me over the hump. Listen, all my expertise is online. 90% of my content on the internet is free. 90% of my content on the internet is free. For my podcast, that's free. Type in Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast in Google, it's free. The YouTube videos that I create to make money online are free. It's free. It's free. All the expertise is online. And you want to get over a hump. You're not, listen, stop using these words. You got to, I'm trying to get over this hump. There's no hump that you need to get over. You got to realize that you got to do what every other millionaire did in their life. You got to persevere. You got to understand it's going to be tough. It's, it's going to be days and maybe years where you're not going to get the result. But you got to keep pushing yourself. Keep reinventing yourself. Pivot if you need to. You got to put yourself around the right people. If you can't find the right people, well, you got to find them. Right? Like, I don't want to hear that I can't find the right people, boy, can't blah, blah. People always tell them what they fucking can't do. It just pisses me off, honestly. I'm like, are you kidding me? What you mean what you can't do? How do you know you can't do it? Well, I tried it. How many times did you try it? Some of you try things 10 times, not even 10 times, one time, three times, and you say, oh, I can't do it. Like, don't be a loser. That's what losers do. The loser mentality, they try something one, two, three times, and they just give up. They watch one video on how to make money online, they just give up. Well, it didn't work. How many times do you try? Stupid. One time, two times. Don't be silly. Don't be a fucking loser. Right? You don't, you know how this thing works. You know, a lot of you, you just act like children. I'm going to be honest with you. You're just thinking that you're going to do something one time and all of a sudden you're going to be an expert. Nothing like that. It's, it's, it's not like, like you know that too. You know what's so crazy? You know that. Like you know it's not like that. You know it's going to take time. 3% of people on the planet are fucking rich. 3%. 97% wish they were. 97% will have a job for the rest of their life. 97% of people, they're not going to be able to fly the world. Some people don't even only have a passport. And they're 40 and 30 years old. Some people have never been out of the United States of America. Some people have never been out of their city, not out of their state. What are you talking about? Most people never have a Lamborghini, a Ferrari, or a nice car. No, some people, they'll never have a mansion, a penthouse. And I'm not saying that success is based off of that, but I'm saying no, most people never have what they really want. They would just never have it, ever. 
97% of people on the planet would never have it. And it's not because they can't have it. They just haven't made a decision that they can. They use the word can't too much. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. And they don't realize that repetition of saying that I can't, you never will, ever. Do you not understand that you don't need have you don't need to have all the answers? Obviously, nobody on the planet has all the answers on how to live our life. No one has the answers. We don't have all the answers. Obviously, we have to discover the answers. That's the part of becoming wealthy and successful and different. Because we realize that we have to find the answers. And sometimes it's hard to find the answers. And then we realize the answers are within us in the development of ourselves. You got to develop yourself as a man. If you want to be this outstanding man, well, develop yourself. You want to be this outstanding woman, develop yourself. Find out what that is. Find an example. Find a man or a woman that is living the life that you want to live and model them. It's not that hard. It is several models of people who are doing very well on the planet right now that you can model. You have the Internet. You have YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, people there sharing their stories, educating you. It's more education on YouTube than ever before. You can learn anything on YouTube for free. The reason why you're not doing it because it's something in you that you have not discovered. It's something in you that you're not holding yourself accountable And now you want to get pissed off and you want to get upset and mad because you feel that you're stuck. Or that you're trying to go over this hump. You're not stuck. You're lazy. You're not stuck. You're weak. You're not stuck. You just don't want it bad enough. Okay? Does it make sense? That's just the truth. Many of you, you just don't want it bad enough. You know, and I get it. And it doesn't matter if you say that you do. But your actions show that you don't. Questions for me, please. Questions here. Questions. As a matter of fact, I don't want any of you ever again to use the word I can't. Does that make sense? I don't want any of you that's listening to this right now to ever say that I can't. Ever, 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 as it relates to achieving your goal. Never. You hear me? Never use the word I can't. Never. Okay. Is that okay? I don't want you to ever use that word again. Tell me yes. Comment below. Say yes, Wes. I'll never use the word I can't ever. Never use this word because it's debilitating. Okay? Never use the word I can't ever. Never. Okay? Questions for me, please. How do you get out of serious depression? Any practical tips, Wes? Uh, Next, Yannick, I think I talked about about this with you. Remember, depression is not real. Depression is bullshit, folks, I'm telling you. You guys, you know, I'm so glad God put me on the planet here because I'm so necessary. 
listen, there's no such thing as depression. It's not. It's just somebody created this term to describe how you're feeling. And you have agreed that, yeah, I guess I do feel this way. I'm depressed. Listen, you're not depressed. You're just thinking about how fucked up your life is. That's all you're doing. Think about it. That's all what you're doing. A so-called depressed person is just a person that continues to think about what's fucked up in their life and what's not working. And they don't know how to get out of the situation. Is it? So what I'm asking you to do is, and as a matter of fact, um, most people, they don't, they're not depressed. They do depression. Like many of you, you're doing depression. You're, I talked about this in the rant a couple of days ago. Many of you, you're acting like you're depressed. You're talking like this. Your head is down. And you're talking about every piece of shit in your life, everything. You're just talking about, well, this not working, this happened to me, and I feel this way. You're just whining and complaining. And there's no such thing as serious depression. No such thing as depression at all, honestly. It's just not. And listen, you can fight with me about that. I know some of you are like, no, I am depressed, Wes. I am. I know people like this. They say, oh, no, I am depressed. I know I'm depressed. And they don't realize. Just think about it. Think about what this person is saying and how they're saying it. It's like they want to be depressed, right? Because they will challenge me and say, I am depressed, Wes. I am. Like, I am. I am. Isn't that insane? No, Wes, I am depressed, man. I am. I am. I'm like, I am? Sheesh kind of identity statement that's powerful whenever you say the word i am you better be careful what the next word is i just say i'm i'm successful i'm a god <laughs> well you're talking about you're depressed what i'm saying is you're not depressed and i know that you feel depressed doesn't mean that you are depressed does that make sense it's like anxiety a lot of you say oh y'all my anxiety my anxiety yeah you know sometimes my anxiety get the best of me i'm saying what your anxiety so you claiming that shit like, why would you claim something that you don't want? Like, you want to have anxiety? No, I do. I, have, I feel it. It's in my chest. Blah, 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 blah. Listen, it's your mind. It's neurotic. It's all in the mind. I'm telling you. If you keep saying that it's my anxiety, then how can it not be yours? Wouldn't you say, you know what? I no longer have anxiety ever again. Just say it. <laughs> oh, man. Many of you are so lost in the matrix, man. You just... They're listening to everybody else that are so-called experts and professionals about, um, you know, depression, anxiety and all this crap. And they're just giving you these labels so you can use to describe how you feel. And listen, you know, maybe you're not depressed. Maybe you're just sad a little bit. Maybe you don't have anxiety. You're just scared. <laughs> Makes sense? You're just a little scared. It's okay to be scared. It's okay to be a little sad, but don't remain there. Like, sadness is inevitable. But suffering, that's a choice. And most of you are choosing to suffer because you just keep talking about what's not happening. You just keep talking about and exacerbating the things that are taking place in your life. That's it. I mean, it's that simple. And I know somebody like, it's not that simple, Wes. It's not that simple. It is. Big head, it is that simple. It's that simple. It doesn't mean that every solution is going to fall in your plate, but Change the way that you think. Say, you know what? I'm grateful. 
shit, I'm grateful that I'm alive. Maybe everything in my life is not going the way I want it to go, but I'm grateful that I am alive. I'm grateful that I have a home. I'm grateful that I have a car. I'm grateful that I have a little money in the bank account. I'm grateful that I have my arms, my legs. I'm grateful that I can talk and see and feel. Hello? You forgot about that? I'm grateful that I can taste good food. Say if you couldn't taste. Say if you didn't have a tongue. You couldn't taste food forever. Some people can't taste. Some people can't see. They can't hear. They can't feel. Some people have no arms, no legs at all. And you bitching and complaining about it. you don't have any money? My life is fucked. What, what are you talking about? Can you walk? You better be grateful. You get it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, when people tell me that they're depressed, to me, I want to slap the shit out of them. I do. In love, I want to slap you with love. Like, you're depressed? What are you talking about? You have arms. The people that should be depressed are the people that are paraplegics, you know? People that have no arms, no legs at all. They can't see. They could be depressed, but those people are not depressed. I know people like this. They're not depressed at all. They're the warriors. They're the people that are making things happen, irregardless of how they are. And how, you know, maybe they don't have all their limbs. And you're depressed. And I'm like, what? How about I slap you? <laughs> hey, what's next? Let me see. Wesley, do you believe in the law of attraction? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Hmm. Questions for me, please. Australia. What's going on, Jamie? How are you? Wes, how many years did it take you to make money online? Uh, about eight years. Yeah, folks, I'm feeling better already because I'm talking to you. I'm feeling better already because I'm focusing on serving you. I'm not thinking about the pain. I'm thinking about you. Yeah. See how the mind works? You folks have made me feel better just by jumping on this rant, so I'm grateful for that. Um, What's next? Um. Thank you. What's next here, folks? Any questions for me? If you just joined, this is a Millionaire Midnight Rant. And I am in Paris, France. And I'm at the Four Seasons Hotel. And it's gorgeous. And it's lovely. And these people are taking good care of me. Just to let you know how I went. So when I got the food poisoning, when I was just almost like, you know, dying. <laughs> uh... I had a doctor. One thing about the Four Seasons, I mean, if you have any problems, they would take care of you. So I called the front desk and I said, hey, I need a doctor. And within an hour, a doctor was here. It was a beautiful young lady in Kane. And she, um, she diagnosed me and she treated me and took my blood pressure and gave me some medication. And it was awesome. You know, it was great. I didn't have to go anywhere. I had to go to the hospital. So one thing must stand the four seasons. So for everybody that doesn't believe that you should stay at Foster Hotel, I'm telling you, it is. It's very amazing. I mean, they take care of you on levels that will blow your mind. Like, imagine having a doctor come to you. I don't have to go to the hospital. I don't have to go find a clinic. I was too weak. I couldn't move, right? 
Well, the doctor comes to me. The doctor comes to Wesley Virgin, right? Because I'm a king, obviously. And um, she treated me, gave me some pills, and um, I'm feeling better now. What's next here? Uh, thank you, Kofos. Thank you. What did you eat? You know, I went to this restaurant by the name of, I can't, Matagan, Matagan. I can't pronounce the name, but I know, you know, I ate some chicken. I didn't really like the chicken, though. The chicken wasn't good. I'm not going to be honest. The food wasn't the best at all. But it's supposed to be a popular place, but mm, I didn't like the chicken. I don't know. Maybe it was the chicken. I don't know. It was just something, man. I don't know. Because after we left the restaurant, went to a club, and when I was in a club, my stomach started to hurt. I can feel pain, but I just ignored the pain, obviously. But uh, as the night went on, the pain got more severe. So I decided to go back to the hotel. And Herman, he continued to party, of course. <laughs> Herman's in, in Spain right now. He went to Madrid because I missed my flight this morning. I was supposed to go to Ibiza, Spain. And I missed my flight. And because I couldn't move, honestly. I tried. I even packed up my clothes and I just, I could not move, honestly. So I didn't go to Ibiza. And I'm going to be flying back early just to get back to the house. So Ibiza, I will see you another day. Yeah, Herman, he's in Madrid right now having fun in Spain. Thank you for all your prayers. Thank you so much. Um, King West, do you use a travel agent to book your trips and create an agenda when you get to your destination? Uh, no, I don't use a travel agent. I use the travel agent by the name of Wesley Virgin. <laughs> like, I book my own trips. When I had an assistant, she booked it. But, yeah, I book my own trips, and I don't have any type of agenda uh, I'm a little bit different when it comes to traveling. When I travel, I just, I don't know, I stay at the hotel, I go to the spa. But everybody else that I travel with, they always want to go out and do stuff. Now I get it. If it's some cool stuff like the Eiffel Tower, obviously. But I've been to Paris like six, five times. Right? I've been here. And honestly, I come to Paris to do one thing, and that is shop. And unfortunately, Mr. Herman, Chef Plex, he didn't want to go shopping. He, You know what he said? He says, Man, who comes to Paris to shop? I'm like, what? Everybody? And then he ended up spending like $7,000, right? So, <laughs> I mean, the shopping here is just absolutely insane. Like, you have to buy something. I mean, it's so, like, compared to America, just the options and the selection, it's just insane. So, I mean, I spent, I don't know, 10000 Who cares? I spent some stuff, bought some shoes and shirts and blah, 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 blah. Uh, things that you may not... Yeah, I know you're not going to find in America. So I did my thing a little bit. Bonjour. Merci. Merci beaucoup. Is anybody in Paris on the live right now? Mm. Wes. How do you expect to eat something dead to get... Oh, Lord, stop it. Stop it, folks. Stop trying to educate me about food. Listen, I'm going to eat meat forever, so I don't care. I don't care if it was the meat. I'm still going to eat meat because that's what I want to do. All right? 
If you don't eat meat, good. I'm glad for you. Don't don't eat it, but I will. Forever. <clears throat> Wes, I live in Paris. Can I come visit you in the Four Seasons? Oh, well, you know, I'm a bit sick right now, so I don't think you want to be around me, honestly. Um, I need your help, Wes. Ida, okay. I decided to be a digital marketing company, digital marketing company, but I am too lazy to start any tip. You're too lazy to start. Come on, Ida, really? You're too lazy to start, and you want me to get? You want me to give you advice about not being lazy? <sighs> Come on now, really? Thank you, Vishal. I I prefer not to respond to you because I might hurt your feelings. Okay. What made you move to Paris? Oh, I didn't move to Paris. Just vacation. Just hanging out, you know. Just not vacation. Just hanging out, you know. Just hanging out. Hanging out. In the Four Seasons. In the hotel. Sick. But it's okay. What's next here? Um, I'm in Paris. I'm in the Four Seasons Hotel, the King George Four Seasons Hotel. It's gorgeous. People come here just to take pictures, right? The rooms are like two thousand a night, but whatever. What are the legal aspects of opening and running a business online? None. None. Don't think about legal legalities until you get sued, right? I mean, it depends on the business, right? It all depends on the business that you're starting. But, you know, just start the business. Don't think too much about accountants and LLCs and S-Corps and shit like this. Listen, you know, <laughs> I was watching a video on TikTok. They like, you got to get an LLC. You got to get an LLC, man. LLC, you can do so much. You can do. Listen, first of all, I didn't even get an LLC or S-Corp until I made a million dollars. I mean, what's the point of having an LLC if you're not making any money? I mean, come on, be honest. Like, what's the point? Well, what's the point of having LLC or S-Corp if you're not you're making any money? Uh, you know what I mean? Make some money first. Stop being caught up into the formalities of a business. Oh, I got to get an accountant. You don't have any money to account. What are you talking about? You know, I don't know. When I started my company, man, I did not have an LLC. I didn't have an S-Corp. And I made a million dollars. And then I got the S-Corp after I made a million dollars. And I've been fine. Never been sued. No problems at all. Well... I'm going to be honest, Richard Branson, the virgin guy, he did reach out to me or his team did about me having the virgin media domain, but I took care of that. It's not a big deal. Intellectual property stuff, but, you know, it wasn't a big deal. But I've never been sued, so, you know, I don't know. You know, people say, well, LLC for taxes. and for First of all, you're not even educated enough to understand how that all works. You're not even making enough money. Like, you know, you're not even making 500000 Are you making $500,000 a year? So just stop. You know, I'm just like, I think, you know, when I see these podcasts or listen to these podcasts or these videos about LLC and S-Corp and what you can do with the LLC, uh, LLC is just 1% of a business, like nothing, honestly. Uh, you, need, you need to make money, period. So I wouldn't focus on that, honestly, at all. When you have a business up and running, I think a lot of people just think about everything that could go wrong in a business and before they even start one. You're like, well, what if I lose money? What if I get sued? What if, what if, what? Shut up. Are you kidding me? 
<clears throat> Listen, I'm like this. Do what you got to do to make the money. Then after you make the money, if you get sued, deal with it then. But don't think about all the barriers and all the debilitators of business before you even start it. You know what I mean? You, you haven't made a dollar yet. What's next? Do you know any good print-on-demand companies that you could recommend? I'm sorry, I do not. Do you ever get flight anxiety when you're in the air? Never. I told you, anxiety doesn't exist. It's all in the mind. Travel bloggers' thoughts. Uh, Do it. Why not? Is that what you want to do? But make sure you think about a way to monetize it as well. Is a sneaker business a good hustle? Yes, it is. Wesley, if someone wanted to work for you, how would you? How would they go about that? Well, if you want to work for me, you need to know how to sell. If you can sell, you can work for me. If you can't sell, then mm-mm. Um, what's next? We can't see you, sir. Obviously. All right, any more questions for me before I let you go? Before I get a, a, a bit of rest, I need a little bit more rest, honestly. I'm feeling good, but you know, the great thing about having food poisoning, the great thing, I can see my six pack. Ooh, that's the benefit, man. My six pack, my six pack right now is looking nice. Ooh, I can feel those bumps. I mean, it's looking good. Ooh, that six pack. Listen, feel that? I mean, that six pack is on. It's just, sheesh. That's the only benefit of um, having food poisoning. That six-pack, that flat stomach is coming. And right now, my body looking good. Looking good, good. So it was worth it. Of course, I had to lose weight. I threw up a thousand times. <laughs> Drink some ginger tea tomorrow morning. Yeah, um, Sharon, I did. Actually, I had a ginger drink and a lemon drink as well. And fresh, and I mixed them, and I just drunk that as well. Uh, yeah, some ginger ale. Thoughts on Bitcoin? I don't have any thoughts on that. <sighs> mm. I mean, my love handles are gone. Like literally, they gone. I just had. I used to have some love handles. They gone. They gone. Oof, oof, oof. I'm loving my body right now. It's insane. So the doctor, she touched my stomach, and I started to flex because her hands were cold, and I had a fever. So she, when she touched it, I was like, "Ooh, your hands are cold, girl. Your hands are cold." And that's why I kind of tensed up. She said, "I don't want to see your six pack, Mister Virgin. Relax." I said, "But your hands are cold, girl. You're cold." Uh, uh, let me see. What's next?
Thank you, folks, for your advice. Any advice for a 24-year-old? What would you do if you had to start back at the at the age with nothing? By the way, love that you interact with your people. Of course, listen. Of course, I'm going to interact with you. I love you. I love all of you. Can you tell me you love me back? I love everyone. Look, it's 54 million people on here right now, and I love all of you. I love you. Hello? That's why I do this. I can't wait to meet you. Now, listen, let me tell you a story. So I went to the club last night, and the, you know, you always have the guy that's called the, what, what do they call the guy that's on, on the mic all the time that's getting the party hype? What do they call that guy? Not the DJ, but the guy that's walking around with the mic. So he recognized me. He, he was so funny. He's like, I can't believe this. And on the mic, he said, Wesley, billion dollar virgin. I got a video of this too. And I was just elated. I was so elated. I was like, wow, man, the world knows me. You know, sometimes you don't know how many people know you. But, man, this man, when he saw me, he couldn't believe it. He was he was almost in tears. He was telling me, man, you changed my life. You the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing now. And you write about the mindset. He talked to me for a good, like, 10 minutes. And he shared his gratitude. Why are we at the party? That part, that, the name of the club is called Boom Boom Room. And it was amazing. It was insane. Like, Jesus Christ. It was insane. It was insanely amazing. I'm not going to lie to you. And he was the, uh, what did they call that guy? The master? I don't know. It's the guy on the mic. But um, he recognized me, man. He gave me my flowers and said, man, Wes, you changed my life. And he, we parted together a little bit. You know, he said, I can't believe I'm partying with the guy that listened to doing a lot. You know, it was it was amazing. It it was just I I was almost in tears, man. I was like, damn, I'm making an impact. I'm making an impact on the world. Oh yeah, the MC. Yeah, yeah, the MC. So um yeah. So man, he just it was amazing. It was so amazing, it really was. Okay, so to answer your question at the age of twenty four, if I had nothing right now, what would I do? First of all, first up is I'll figure out what I want first. I would discover, what do I want? What do you want, Wes? And I'll write that down. And I would spend days getting clear about what I want for my life. That's what I would do, honestly, if I had to start all over again. I would say, you know, what type of life do I want to live? What do I want to do? What kind of companies I want to create? What type of passion? Passion that I have? I would just focus on that, honestly. Okay. So um, that's what I would do if I was 24. I would just focus more on what I want than what I need to do to get there. I love you too, Ida. And I will feel better. I feel better now because all of you are on here with me. Hey, Karen, how are you? Yeah, I'm going to show you guys that video. I think Herman recorded that video, so I'm going to send it to you. Thank you, Barry. Bearer, Bariana. Uh, can you please tell me your daily routine? Yeah, sure. So here's my daily routine. So after this rant, I'm going to meditate, obviously. I'm going to meditate for about 20 minutes. And when I'm at home, I meditate and I think about what I'm grateful for. I always start the morning with gratitude. And after that, I have a protein shake. And then I get ready for the gym. It takes me a while because I got to look my best. Got to smell my best. Always. Always. Listen, when you go to the gym, always look your best and smell your best. Which means don't have dirty shoes on and make sure your workout clothes 
don't have holes in them. I mean, look good. You know what I mean? Look good. Look good, good. Right? Um, I'm not saying spray cologne on your body. I mean, come on. A nice scented lotion, some oil is fine. But you want to look good, right? And I worked out for about two hours. I do two-hour workouts now. Two hours, then I go home. Shelf has my meal. Because obviously I have a shelf. And she cooks my food. I eat. And um, after I finish eating my food, then um, I work. You know, I work YouTube videos. Forgot to do that. Any meetings I need to have. And just work on the many different companies that I'm involved with or whatever like that. So that's pretty much it, honestly. And I meditate again. I try to meditate at least two times a day, sometimes four. But I meditate quite a bit. So that's it. You know, it's my routine. And I just work and I do rants. I do the podcast. That's it. What's next here? Wes, do you have a personal barber? Your cuts are always fresh. Yeah, I do, actually. Um, I do smooth as my personal barber. What's next here? Any questions for me? What's next? Any questions for me before Mr. Virgin lay it down? Even though I'm already laying down, but. And another thing I want to act, uh, share with you, it's very important to have a structured way of living, which is a routine. It's important to have a routine. All rich people have a routine. Okay, and they stick to the routine. Have a routine, folks. Okay? It's important to have structure in your life. People that do not have a structured life tend to be the people who are so-called depressed, anxiety, overwhelmed, stressed out all the time because you don't have a routine. Which means if it doesn't fit in my routine, I'm probably not going to do it. Every once in a while, maybe I'll do something outside of routine, but hardly ever. But the routine, I have to do it. Like, I have to work out, got to meditate. Got to eat healthy, got to work, right? So, and I don't, like, I just don't go to a lot of places. Like, at home, I go to the gym at home. That's it. I'm not in the streets. I don't go to clubs like that and um, restaurants and hanging with people and trying to be a part of the social life. I have no interest in that at all. I love my house. I love my place. My penthouse is gorgeous. And it's very calm and nice. It's beautiful. It's good energy there. And I love working out. So even though I have a ton of cars, but they have no miles on a car <laughs> at all. Like I go to the I go home, I go to the gym, honestly. And like I said, every once in a while I go out into the world, you know, go out into the wild, hang around the people, but hardly ever. Okay. If I travel, of course I go out. But that's about it. But I'm at home. It's structured. Very disciplined. Make sense? I don't do happy hour. I'm not going to... I'm not meeting friends for drinks. I'm not doing this crap. I don't have time. Right? Honestly.
<laughs> I'm working, man. Let me see here. Um, answer the guy that is asking about negative thoughts in life throwing curveballs. What kind of products we shouldn't promote on Facebook could due to it restrictions? Uh, maybe making money online products. Very difficult. I mean, Facebook is getting very difficult. I tried YouTube. I can't hear you, Wes. You can't? Can you hear me now? How about now? And now? What food caused the food poisoning? Yeah, I don't really know. I don't really know. I mean, I ate a, ate this pizza thing. It was at this fancy restaurant. It was this pizza thing, which was cheese. And um, ate this chicken. I need a lot of because I don't like it. Um, ate escargot snails. Uh, and that's about it. Some dessert. I don't know, man. Whatever I ate, I mean, it just it tried to take the king down, but it didn't take me down. I tried to. How old was you when you made your first million? 35 years old. When will your weight loss product be out? Um, hopefully, expectedly, end of this week or next week. Just doing a fitness and touches on the marketing piece. How do you come back slight negative mindset? And negative beliefs. I know that I want, but life keeps throwing me curveballs. So understand curveballs is the part of living. Okay. I learned this from a very smart man by the name of Norman Vincent Peale. He says, he said, um, problems are a sign of life. Problems. Go ahead and write that down. Problems are a sign of life. If you don't want any problems, then the only people that do not have problems are the people that are dead in the funeral home. Right, so problems, curveballs, challenges are a sign of life. So if you're just thinking negative, just think positively, right? It's called being aware. Right. All right, I'm back. Um what was I saying? Yeah, so we're talking about negative thoughts and beliefs. Yeah, whenever you have a negative thought, I mean, don't, like, don't get so serious about that, you know. I mean, just have a positive thought. Whenever you think negative about something or thinking, you know, I don't know. Honestly, I don't really believe we have negative thoughts because thoughts are just thoughts. The only negative or positive you decide them to be that way. We tend to label thoughts. So I would say instead of thinking that you're having a negative thought, Think about how that negative thought can be a positive thought. That's what I do. Right? So, and I don't tend to have negative thoughts about shit. I don't know. Things just don't really bother me, man. I don't know. I'm a calm, collected man. That's why people like me. That's why everybody like Wesley Virgin. I mean, people just gravitate towards me. Women, men, just all the time, man. It's because my aura, man, my energy. This one young lady, she told me, she says, you know, Wesley, one thing about you, you know, some men, you can tell that they're, um, you know, they're trying to be confident. They're confident, but you, it's like you are confident. 
and you just have this aura around you. You just like you just know, and you can feel that about you. And yeah, it is what it is. Um, it's because I'm very comfortable with myself. I'm comfortable with everything about me, even the things that people don't like about me. Like I'm comfortable with that. I was okay, right? <laughs> so I'm like I'm my true self, and I think people that's what they want to get to to live, to be their true self. And your true self is just even the self that's silly, crazy, wrong, dark. Um, I don't know, you know, funny, dorky, stupid, whatever, man. I'm my true self all the time. So um, people love people like that, by the way. And listen, the only reason why people are not like that is because they're very afraid of the judgment, judgment of others, which I don't know why. And I get it. If you feel a certain way with certain people, yeah. I get it. They may clown you, talk about you. It may make you feel small, feel whatever. But get over it. Who cares? Right? It's not a big deal. Right? But it's nothing like being your true self, just who you want to be. And no, one's, no one needs to be always professional. No one needs to be always intellectual, always just like he got his shit together, blah, 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 whatever. You know, just be who, just be your true self. And usually people are the true self around people that they care about, that they love, that's comfortable with them. But imagine being like that with everybody. And I am. Like, I'm like an actor. Honestly, I am like an actor. I can be a certain way with different type of people all the time. I'm really good. Like, I'm never like one way. Uh, <laughs> I'm never like one way uh, with people as I meet them. I adapt depending on who I'm talking to and what I want to do which means I'm very intentional in what I do and I'm very intentional in who the person I need to be at a given time. It's fun. Like, it's fun to me, honestly. It's very fun. I was West. Love you, Wes. I love you too, man. Man, I'm hungry right now. Oh my God, I'm starving. Folks, do you think I could, I could eat right now? You think it's safe for me to eat? I mean, I would hate to throw it up, honestly, but what do you guys think? I'll let you guys be my doctor tonight. Look, this is the moment when you need a girlfriend, right? You need a girlfriend to take care of me properly. Oh, so sad. No girlfriend to take care of Wesley Virgin. Boo hoo 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 hoo. <laughs> All right, what's next? You invest in the stocks? If so, which ones? Index funds. Fidelity index funds. Was you always that confident? No. Barana, uh, uh, Barriana, I wasn't always this confident, obviously. Um, I had insecurities. I probably still have some. I just don't know what they are. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't always like this, obviously. No. But like I said, I developed myself. Development of myself. I developed myself. Right? And through the development of myself, I became this person. Let's see here. Someone said, eat some fruit. Some soup. Eat crackers. Crackers? What you talking about, girl? I'm 200. I'm 216 pounds. Well, I don't know now. Probably 214 pounds now. What are you talking about? Crackers? What crackers on? I need some meat. I need some food. I need some protein. No sugar. Oh, my God. Wes, what is the starting point on reprogramming and restructuring the mind 
to begin to be successful? Yeah, the first step is just knowing what you want, my man. Um, I know I sound like I'm beating a dead horse when I say that, but honestly, it's just knowing what you want for your life and being very detailed about that. That's the first step, man. And then getting yourself in a routine that is aligned with getting what you want, which means separated from certain people. Um, and you may find yourself alone doing this journey, and that's okay. And not going to certain places. And really just almost reversing everything that you're doing. Like, stop doing it, right? Do the opposite, like hanging out with certain friends, going to certain places, uh, watching certain movies or television shows. You know, you have to really pull yourself, like, no sports, no games, you know, no PS5s. Like, to me, it's just ridiculous that grown men still playing PS5. I mean, if you're getting paid for it, okay, great. But, like, Xbox and PS5, grown-ass men. I'm like, come on, man. I mean, you're... You're in a tough situation right now, and financially, and you're playing GTA? Why? But, you know, growing-ass men still want to be children. You know, I'm like, uh, I don't play games at all. I don't play games in life, and I don't play games as it relates to video games. I just don't. I don't. I don't. only time I'll play some games is with my son every once in a while, right, when he come over. But other than that, I don't play games. I don't have time for that. I played games when I was a teenager. I did. I played Nintendo, Sega Genesis, um, PlayStation, whatever, but as an adult, no more games because it's just childish. Unless you're making money, right? If you're making money, great. Play games all you want. But um, I truly believe that you have to release some of the childish things that you do as an adult, especially if you want to be a successful adult. And I think many people don't go through the maturation of becoming an adult. They just still act like a fucking child, right? <laughs> And that's the, uh, a huge issue with people today. What time do you wake up? What time do you have to wake up? I don't have to wake up at any time. But I don't know. I just get up whenever my eyes open. Best age to have kids. You know, I don't know if there's the best age to have kids, but for a man, I think he should be financially um, successful before he may have has kids, right? Uh, over 100000 a year for sure. Uh, women, uh, just make sure you, whoever you have kids with are, is not broken, right? When I say broken, bro- broken financially. Like, I mean, I'm serious. Women, come on. Don't, if you're going to have a kid, have a kid with a man that can take care of you and the baby financially. Like a lot of these women, they're just having kids with just broken men that are broken financially. I'm like, come on, man. I mean, how is that smart? I get it, you're hung, I get it, you're horny, and you, the man looks good, but he broke. I mean, I think Nicki Minaj said it very well. She said, it's no such thing as uh, broken handsome. You know, because a man's handsome and good looking, but he's broke. I mean, you got to be intelligent. Don't be stupid. You have sex, have a baby with this man. Okay, he looked good, but he can't do nothing for you. I mean, men are providers. So don't fall in that trap, women. You know, keep your legs closed. Open them up. If you choose to open up, make sure you open up for a man that can take care of the baby that may possibly take place. All right? I'm just going to be honest with you. Other than that, just keep the leg close. Hey, Wes, what should I do when my wife doesn't really take me serious about me reprogramming my mind and going about life differently? Um, yeah, just divorce her, man. Um, <laughs> uh, listen. You know, I know some of you are like, divorce? What do you mean? Where's don't tell that? Don't tell that man to divorce. Listen, man, let me tell you something. It is like in life, and this is just my philosophy on life. 
it, it doesn't make any sense to go through life unhappy. And it doesn't make any sense to navigate life with a partner that doesn't believe in what you want to do. Because you're going to be miserable. And then you're going to die early because you're miserable. Right? So, <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Have a, have a talk with her. You know, have a very powerful talk with her. And say, hey, I need you to start supporting me on my dreams. Oh, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to continue with what we're currently doing. Just be honest with her and be very direct. I need you to support me. I need you to believe what I believe, okay? That's what I want because I want more for you and, I, and myself. But if you don't support me, if you don't believe in me, and I need that belief in you because you're around me most of the time, and I don't need any type of negative talk, I don't need any type of cynicism as it relates to being around you. So you need to make a decision. You're just going to jump on board or we're going to talk about the dissolution of this marriage. I'm telling you, you could talk to a woman just like that. I've done it. When I broke up with my one and only girlfriend, you know, it was like a business meeting. I sat her ass down and I told her what my next move was. I have no problem doing that. And you got to listen, man, you got to be men. Women will respect you if you do that, but they will lose respect for you if you allow them just to run over your ass and do whatever they want to do. You have to put their ass in check sometimes. You do. Got to say, hey, hey, listen, this is how it's going to be. You either choose this or the latter, right? You have to. Because there's no sense of staying in a relationship or marriage when people are unhappy or people are not getting what they want. You got to get out. It's not a big deal. You still can be friends. But you got to get out. You know what I mean? So you need to do that to your wife. Or ex-wife. Are you dating? Or are you focusing on a specific goal and prevents that? Uh, I mean, I am dating. But um, I'm really focused on the goal, honestly. That's just, that's just, you know, consuming most of my time. Uh, yeah, honestly, just, you know, I'm not saying, listen, I say have a talk with her first, and if she doesn't capitulate, divorce her. I mean, who cares? It doesn't matter how many years, seven years, where's your 10 years, we got kids, so what? You want to be in an unhappy marriage with kids because you want to stay there for the kids? That's stupid. You know when people say, well, I want to stay there for the kids. So you want the kids to be in a toxic relation, like to be a part of a toxic relationship? You think kids are stupid? They're not dumb. Children are smart. They know that mom and dad are having problems. Why is mama staying in my room all the time? Why is daddy sleeping in the movie room? Why is daddy sleeping on the couch? Why is daddy sleeping in the other room? Why do not I sleep together? Hey, mom and dad, why y'all don't sleep together? Oh, we just tired. You know, I don't. I mean, they're not stupid, folks. Come on now. Listen, you're not doing it for the kids. You got to, you, the person, which is you, is important. Your happiness is very important. I get it. You say, well, I want to make sure my kids are happy, but they're not going to be happy if mom and daddy are not having a functional relationship. All right. And then you're going to demonstrate what a relationship is not. And a relationship or marriage is not a man and a woman sleeping in different rooms. I mean, honestly, but it happens all the time. I mean, it's quite. Normal, unfortunately, because I just talk to married people. That's what they tell me that they do, you know, whatever. You know, are cursing at each other, talking negative to each other. I mean, the kids are experiencing that, so they think that that's functional. So when they get in a relationship, obviously that's their expectations. So get out. Do you date two or three ladies at the same time or only one? Wait, well, you think I'm a Lothario or something? You think I'm a womanizer, Miss Diana? You think I'm this man that just... Can you just date 15 and 20 women all at one time? I don't have that type of energy, girl. No, I mean, if I'm dating you, I mean, just, 
just one. I could just date one at a time. You know, it depends on how you define dating too. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm kind of dating this young lady right now. But I'm gonna be honest. If I'm gonna be honest with you guys, like right now, I'm just I don't want to be in a relationship. And I get it. You know, sometimes when you're dealing with a person, it feels like you're in a relationship, and you don't put the title on it. It's just like I just. Uh, I don't know. I just don't want to. I mean, you know, I'm going to be honest. I just don't. That's not what I want. And I let women know that um, beforehand, you know, we're going to have a good time together and hang out with each other. But I don't want any pressure. And with a man like myself, which is a high value man, I just, you know, let me be myself. And if I make a decision that I want to be in a relationship with you, I will. I'll let you know. And if you don't want to be in a relationship with me or if that's not what you want from me, then you need to leave. But honestly, uh, I think the woman that I will finally be be in a relationship with is a woman that gives me no issue, no stress about the man that I am. Understand something. And I'm going to tell all women this so you understand. When a woman, when a man becomes very successful, and there's reasons why the man wants to become successful, I mean successful, right, and rich, right? Because one, life is easier, and two, they get access to women, obviously, right? If you like women, man, they admire, and it's just status, right? It is what it is. And obviously... When you're successful, you get an opportunity to experience more women. And that's what most men want to do. They're like women. And women, you got to understand that about a man. You know, we're not working and sacrificing just to be rich and not to experience other things. All right? I know you don't like to hear this because I know women are like, well, you got to be loyal. It don't matter if you're rich. Okay, whatever. Right? I mean, stop it. <laughs> It's the reason why women get all the augmentation done to her body because she wants a high selection of men. And she wants a selection of rich men, right? Successful men. That's what she wants. So that's why she changes her breasts. She changes her butt, her face, beat Botox and detox or whatever. So women do that. Why? Because you want to be more attractive and more available to all types of men, especially successful men. I don't think any woman wants to be with a broke man. They want to be high value men. I'm back. But high value, man, um, it's the reason why they're high value, right? So high value men, obviously women want high value men. And high value men want, you know, different type of women. It is what it is. They want variety. And, you know, I know you guys, I know you ladies hate to hear that. But I'm being honest with you. You know what I mean? Men do want variety. Even the broke man. But unfortunately, the broke man, he don't have that option unless he's just extremely good looking man. But if a man is rich, I mean, that's all he needs is some money, and he gets the opportunity to have variety. And I'm not saying that a man will always want this forever, but listen, you know, let him have some fun. You know, don't stress him out. Let him have his fun, and you have to balance it out. You have to balance the disadvantage and advantage of having a man like this. And um, and come on, women, you're smart. It's like women that date basketball players and football players or athletes. I mean, come on, right? You know, you're thinking this man going to be faithful. Just stop it. Right? I mean, you already know what you're getting yourself into, right? Because obviously you want the lifestyle, but you want the lifestyle. You want him to be loyal. You know what? He's a basketball player. He makes millions of dollars. Every woman on the planet wants this type of man. Tall, right? Come on. Tall, athletic, and got money, and is admired by many people. So, come on. I mean, what, what are you thinking here? And I get it. You know, Some of you women are not going to be able to do it because you just can't. I mean, I get it. You can't do it. You can't get yourself to deal with that this man will want other women. I get it. But what I would say to you, woman, just you might not want to um, 
see God a high value man. You know what I mean? Because I know some women just in their minds, they be like, I just believe there's a man out there that's high value that he never going to need. Never, or whatever, you know, whatever. I guess, maybe. I'm sure it is. But not many, right? So, many. Um, who wants to go live? Oh, you want to go live? All right, I'll go live with her in a second. So, you know, women really think before you get involved with a man that's successful and think about the type of woman that you need to be to make sure that um, you keep a man like this. It's not easy. It's not easy at all. Okay. I'm gonna be honest with you. Women, it is not easy keeping the attention of a high value man. You got to be smart. You got to be very intentional and intelligent. You got to, and if you need to read books, read books. I mean, it's as many books you can read to be able to really understand a high value man that's rich, good looking. Even if he ain't good looking. I mean, if he's rich, I mean, it just, it is what it is. He's going to get woman. Right. But you need to learn what do you need to do for yourself? And it's a lot of different. Um, characteristic that a woman needs to showcase to keep a high value man's attention. But it doesn't mean that he's not going to see God variety. I mean, it is what it is, man. Uh, this is just what, you know, that's what men want. It is. It is what it is, man. Not saying he will always want that. Maybe he'll evolve, but don't give him any pressure if that's what you want. If that's what you want, then make a decision. If you're going to be with him, okay. If you're not, then leave. That's what you got to do. I mean, honestly. Uh, you can't try to convince him or change him. Don't do that. That's just, that's a no-no, right? Just, you have to make a decision for yourself. And you got to look at the advantage and disadvantage of this man and say, you know, is he worth staying with even though something that you do I don't agree with? Or do I need to let him go? You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it's really that easy, in my opinion. But uh, what's next? Who wants to go live? Alone, folks. I need to um. Oh. 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 Oh yeah. Are you are you folks getting value here tonight? I'm going a little bit later here tonight because I know I haven't did it in a while. So, who wants to go live? Who wants to go live? <sighs> Who wants to go live? Wesley, you have billions in the bank, several private jets. What's your next move? Well, I, I never said I had billions in the bank. I don't have several private jets, so... <laughs> All right, so let's go live with Slim Bands here. Hello. Hello there. How are you? Hey. Good morning. Oh, let me see. What time is it over there? It's one twenty-seven a.m. Oh, okay. So it's seven twenty-seven a.m. where I am at. So what's okay. going on, Slim Bands? How are you doing? I was just crying. <laughs> Why? What happened? Oh, it just makes a year since my grandma died. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I'm just like, and then I saw that you were alive or whatever, so I was just think about it. And like, I'm just like really proud of myself. Like, I think it's like really becoming like a reality, like, you know, everything. Cause like after, um, when my grandma died, right? I went back to school. I went to cosmetology school like right after. And I remember like, I used to be like crying on the train coming home and stuff like that. And I'm just like shocked. Like, I'm just really proud of myself. Cause like I overcame that and I, graduated and then I went to school and then I I work in a salon in um the city now and I just got back from my trip Friday. Wow, congrats. <laughs> yeah, I think the trip was like really helpful to me like um just taking a break since everything was just so like back to back. And um like so when I came back now like I post like content more on my business page like I was been taking clients but I just wasn't like posting. So like I just feel like everything feels more real. Like, mm-hmm. I think um because, like, her passing, like, it allowed me to put, like, a time period on, like, everything that's happening. So, like, with everything that happened in, like, one year, I really feel like I'm that girl. But, like, yeah, I'm just, like, really proud of myself. You are that girl, girl. Look at yeah. you looking amazing. You are that girl, and I'm proud of you as well. You know, and with your grandmother passing, you know, maybe you just came to the realization that you need to, you was close to her, right? Yes. Oh my, I, was, my, I lived with my grandma my whole life. Like, I yeah. lived in the same house with my grandma my whole life, literally. I, I was born into my grandma's life, like, literally. Oh, I see. So now you're realizing that since your grandmother's gone, now you got to hold yourself accountable and responsible for your acts. And that's what she wanted for you. Because sometimes when we have those people in our life, you know, they are the people that we can talk to, we can go to. But now you got to go to yourself. And that's Definitely. exactly what you, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what your grandma wanted. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it was a real, like, good opportunity to have, like, I live with both my grandparents. So, like, to observe, like, their, like, behaviors, plus they come from a Caribbean background. Like, my mm-hmm. grandpa, to this day, he still gets up, like, Seven thirty, eight o'clock in the morning just certain like habits I feel like I'm able to like observe that like I so I guess I unconsciously like was in my brain but now I'm, I'm mm-hmm. consciously aware of like certain things and I heard you were t- when I joined the live I heard you was talking about um guys like and like um them seeking out other women and stuff like that it's interesting mm-hmm. because I think for me growing up in like a um dynamic where my grandparents they're married for 55 years i created like this like little fantasy world in my head like okay wifey like be with someone forever but when i joined the live we were talking about a good point i guess like i feel like being a young lady like i guess it's not smart to just automatically like be okay i don't know if the word is loyal but just Mm -hmm give your whole self to just one person because that could be really bad. And just the same way that y'all sit there and would maybe keep your options open. I feel like it's the same thing that we should do, but like, I do feel like it's different though. I feel like guys and guys, I feel like males and females are different. Like what a guy does, a girl can't do. Someone might not agree with me. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, let me, let me give you my philosophy on that. Understand something. Men, and women are two different type of people, period. You know what I mean? Men are a bit objective. Women are subjective. They're more emotional, right? 
And sometimes when women feel that a man can do this, well, why can I do this? Because you're not a man. That's why you're not a man. And I, I think sometimes women, they don't get that, right? And they say, well, why, well, why does a man got to do that? Why can a man do And I'm like, okay, you want to be a man? And if that's what you want, then go ahead and be a man. But a uh, true, like an alpha man, he don't want a woman like that. An alpha man wants a woman that is feminine. An alpha man wants a woman that's okay with her femininity. He don't want a woman that wants to be a man or wants to do everything what a man does. That's what makes a woman a woman. And I think women just get into this competition. They think that, you know, it's just like a competition that I can do whatever I don't think it's really a competition, but I think, like, um, there was, like, a maybe, like, there's a stigma with, like, black women, like, being, like, I would say black women, just from what mm -hmm. I observed. Um, yeah. being emotional like for me like I used to like I was just crying like <laughs> I'm clearly an emotional person now I'm on this mm -hmm. line for you like but I used to judge myself like I used to think that I was like a little weak like and mind you I'm not weak like I would really snap go crazy but like I used to think I was so weak for being emotional but I realized like as females we have to understand like there's nothing wrong with feeling your emotions or letting it out like and I think that we were trained yeah just like be so you know hard so strong yeah yeah and you know especially with black people right especially black women unfortunately because just the black household itself is just kind of toxic and dysfunctional and a lot of just children didn't grow up with their own parents so yeah. women don't even have uh an example of what a woman should be because the man failed to play his part so women feel they had to be independent and they got to be strong but then when a woman that's independent and strong try to be in a relationship, it just doesn't work out because she's bringing that type of energy to the man, which a man doesn't like. And listen, it's the, man, it's the man's fault. You know, it's the black man's fault, 100%. And I resonate with a lot of black men because they realize it is their fault because black men have not fulfilled the role to take the leadership role. They just, they just haven't done it. And for whatever reason, you know, maybe he didn't have a dad too. And it, it's a lot of, dysfunctional and toxic i think it stems from like your parents like yeah it is, it is. You've observed and you've been with like even me like i'm emotional but being in my past relationship it taught me that like like i feel like being okay because i'm very feminine i think i attracted like a very masculine man which is what i want but it allowed me to have balance because i realized that like whoa like you're like um emotionally dump I was like emotionally dumping on him is what I realized. I didn't realize it in the moment until like, mm -hmm. you know, I matured and continued dating. So that was something that I also realized even though you're emotional and feminine, it's like <clears throat> excuse me, you have to be in control of yourself. Like and I feel like that's why self love is so important. Like I feel like oh my gosh, like I just feel like I'm living a movie. For real. Like even when I first like got into like self love and learning to love yourself more it's like really it's interesting because at first it sounded like something cool to do but I found myself going through so much stuff like I just found myself like really facing my fears like okay how did my how did my relationship with my mother affect me how did my relationship with my dad affect me how did my household dynamic affect me I found myself sometimes breaking down I cut my hair like three times like but it was all worth it I feel like because I truly am, like, confident, like, not fake confident. I truly am, like, self-sufficient in myself. I feel like even in my past relationship, like, like because it was my first time feeling, like, okay, I loved other people, but that was my first time, like, really being in love, that, like, I just became fearful. Like, I've never experienced anything like that before. Like, 
I was t- like, okay, for example, like, let's say I have other Johns or like in New York, we'd be like Johns, like that I talk to and they'd be like, oh, they, they, we can't see each other today. I wouldn't give a damn. But if this person tell me they can't see me, I would start bugging. Like I would start, I'd be like, what the hell is wrong with me? But then what I realized what it was is like, I'm having abandonment issues. Like I'm having problems and feeling like you're going to leave me. So I feel like facing all of those fears and like learning that I could be there for myself is good. And I think sometimes females go through this thing where like they feel that feeling of like, oh, don't leave me and da 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 And it's like, they will fight for dear life not to leave this man or like they end up becoming like totally emotionally closed off, which is just hurting you in the end because like you said, these guys are gonna still go look at the next girl, find the next crazy bit, sorry, <laughs> next crazy person to be crazy about them while you just sitting there looking stupid. But I feel like when you keep loving yourself, you keep finding different ways to face your fears. You always be the winner because what I realize is I'm the motherfucking prize. What, let me tell you, I was, let me tell you, let me, let me really tell you. I was, okay, I was smart. I'm telling you, in this relationship, I had it in a bag where I lost, where I lost control. <laughs> where I lost control was when I started putting him as the prize. Like, for example, the abandonment issues started coming in. So now I'm like putting him on a pedestal, like, okay, you're great, you're great. Or you're not great, but I'm trying to like feed him, feed his, feed him. But I realized another thing with men is like, we're not their mothers. Like, I found myself, like, wanting to, like, I, you cannot, I, I feel like as females, we have to realize that, like, you cannot make a man a man. You cannot make, you cannot build, build him. You have to let him be his own person. You have to really let him just, just see what kind of man he becomes. Like, and don't just bet on that one person because you just never know what a person is doing. But you gotta let, you gotta just observe people's characters, what I realized with these men, like, or even, like, certain yeah. people. Well, let me interject here. So uh, one of the big issues with women, if I can just be blunt, is women are not clear about what they want from a man. Uh, They don't even know what type of man they want. Like when I say be clear about it, a woman does not take a sheet of paper and say, okay, what do I want from a man? What are my expectations from a man? What type of man do I want? How much money do I want to make? Do I, how I want this man to treat me, you know, do I want, you know, you need to write stuff down and women don't do this, you know, they just, and I mean, men don't do it either, right? I think they it's just scary. Go, well, they just, they, they just go out there and um, based off what society, uh, how they were raised, they start to attract men based off their current situation when they were children depending on who their dad was or whoever their male role model was, and you start to just attract that type of man. But um, advice to women, you need to be clear about what you want and what you don't want from a man, which you're not willing to tolerate. And you got to stick to it. And mm-hmm. I get it when emotional start to, your yeah, emotions, right? Because emotions are dealing with sex and how does men treat you or whatever. But you got to be really firm on that. And it's hard for women to do it. I get it. You know, it's very difficult because women are heavily emotional people. But you, gotta, <laughs> you at least got to have a blueprint. You got to have a blueprint on what you're looking for. Because if you don't, then you'll start to get anything. you get any man that just treats you right. Maybe he treats you right, but he's not financially there. Maybe he treats you right, but uh, he cheats on you all the time. I don't know. You know, it just, you have to make a decision which you're willing to put up with and which you're not willing to put up with. And you have to navigate your life that way. And it's like, that's another thing I'm realizing about being successful and being wealthy is this, this whole being specific thing. Like it's, it's good. It's, it sounds so simple, 
But it's like you really have to sit down and figure out, okay, what do I want for myself in this area, in that area? And then you start to realize, like for me, example, like like you said, like how you don't know what you want or how unclear you are, but it's okay. Like, that's okay. You can figure it out. You just, you know, there's enough time to know what you want. So like, that's another thing I'm realizing with like being successful and on the path to wealth is like, you have to know what you want, affirm it and really believe that it could be yours and that it can happen. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. And that just starts with writing it down. That's very simple to do, isn't it? Just writing it down. And I mean, cause I did this and I just wrote it down every day, what I wanted for my entire life. And I just continued to write it in, until it became so clear in my mind that it's easy for me to navigate the world. Even with people, it's very easy. Even with women or whatever, it's just, it's very easy for me to be who I am. Mm -hmm. um, because I just, I'm clear about it, right? I'm very, I was very specific and very detailed about the man I was gonna become. So it's easy for me to be this type of man. But unfortunately, most people, they don't do that. They don't do it at all, but they wanna be successful. They wanna be rich, but they're not clear about what they want. If you're not clear, that means you're unclear. And when you're unclear, now you're going to live a very chaotic life, a life that has no emotional intelligence, a life that can be depressed, or anxiety, or sad. You know, it's just, it's insane. It's an insane life, honestly. And that comes from not being clear with the person that you want to be and even clear with the type of person you want to attract in your life. And I'm very clear about that. So it's easy for me to navigate the world, but unfortunately, most people are just, they're not clear about... Um, the person or the man or woman that they want to become. Definitely. And I think you have to like trust in yourself too, because like, I feel like in the beginning at one point, like I wanted um, like reassurance a lot, like validation that, okay, like from our exterior world. But another thing I'm realizing is you just have to know, like kind of like how you just knew that you're going to be successful and not just knowing, but action too. But like, it's just, it's just interesting. Like you, you didn't feel crazy at one point when everything just seems to be like making sense. Like you didn't feel crazy. Um, crazy. Mm, no, I mean, you feel crazy about what? Like, okay, maybe the word's not crazy. I guess I'm excited. Mm -hmm. I think that's the word. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, look, listen. It's like in any area of life that you want to do well in. Uh, I'll put it like this. If you want to be successful, well, you need to educate yourself about success. If you want to be in a relationship with a man, educate yourself about being with a man. Like, there's so many books out there, especially this is for women, you know, women that want to be with a certain type of man. I, I mean, it's books. Like, read the books. Like, educate yourself on how and what you need to do to have the man that you want. There are books out there. Stop using your own brain and trying to figure shit out. Like, you need to educate yourself. It is tricks and it's methods and it's techniques that you need to learn to become the type of woman that you need to be to get whatever man you want but and that's what anything even with your, your body weight loss or whatever like educate yourself you gotta seek someone, out knowledge i saw someone comment they said how should the uh, she said um candy for she said how should the woman who's dating a high value man keep from getting overly jealous or hurt by the man's desire for variety any tips because of course she would be loyal before you answer i would say well <laughs> look at me going over my, my own knowledge but i would hmm i don't know I don't well let me ask let, let me answer it let me answer it okay so the thing is um first of all if you're dating a high value man you're gonna be jealous oh, <laughs> I mean, obviously you're gonna be je like je being jealous is natural 
All right. And I know, and I, I've learned this from even, uh, like I'm dating this young lady and she's kind of jealous all the time, but it's natural. You got to remember, and, and you're always learning and understand it's natural for her to be jealous because, I mean, you're sought out by a lot of women, right? Obviously. And she's afraid that you're going to leave her for another woman. So it's just very normal to be jealous, right? Yeah. You understand that. And that uh, hurt, now being hurt, listen, and this is what I tell women, if you're afraid of being hurt by a man, you probably should not be in a relationship, okay? <laughs> you should not be in a because you're going to get hurt. It's just inevitable. You're oh. going to be Wait, so that's hurt. the ugly truth. I mean, that's the truth. I mean, honestly, you're going to be hurt. And it's nothing wrong with feeling pain with a man that you love, that you like. It's nothing wrong with that, right? Uh, and But it's like women, they want to be like, oh, I don't want to be hurt. But it's, I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Like, you're going to be hurt. You're going to feel pain sometimes. This man is always going to operate in a way. And usually men that are like myself, we hurt women more. It's because we're very comfortable with ourselves. A lot of men, they bend and stretch, stretch and try to be something and try to change themselves to a woman. I don't do that, period. I know the man that I am. I know the man that I'm going to be until I die. And if a woman can't understand that, then she don't need to be with me. And I don't care. Right? That's just how I am. And you might say, oh, that's cold. But I'm just a man that just knows who he is. And most men do not. It's most interesting. Men... I literally feel like that's how my grandpa is in a way. Like, it's so yeah. interesting. And it's like for some, okay, for example, like, I feel like outer community, outer, like, people outside of relationships sometimes would judge, like, you know, I guess my grandma's staying with him. Like, you know, they were married for 55 years. And, like, but that's exactly how he is. Like, he's just himself. Like he's like he just exactly. does not yeah. give a damn. Like, and usually men don't become that way until they get older, right? You notice that older people they tend to be their true selves. Like they can be rude, they don't give a fuck. I mean, that's how older people are, right? It, as you get older, because they have less, um, less care about what people think and say about them, right? But um, yeah, it's just. But you got to realize that most men, unfortunately, they're not like this, right? And but the men that are like this are heavily sought out by women, like a man that's just playing by his own rules, do what he wants to do, and you need to adapt to him. Like these men are sought out big time. It don't even matter what this man do. I mean, you could be a gangster, and if he's like this, it's just women that gravitate to him as well, and he doing the wrong thing. But it's just a man that's just. So does a man like that? Does he how like does he want a wife like? How does he per, how does he perceive the girls that he's seeking out? Like, what's the categories? What do you mean? Okay, right. so let's say his, he has a girlfriend, right? Let's okay. say he has a girlfriend. He has a girlfriend, but okay, he's he's seeing sees he's still somehow seeing other women. I'm not saying like seeing like okay, just, right, right. What does the girlfriend mean to him then? Um, so you're saying a high value man, right? High value man, yeah, high value man. We're talking that's man that's successful, a man that's good looking, a man that's uh, emotionally intelligent, a man that can communicate, a man that can listen to you, a man that's very intentional when he deal with his woman, right? That type of man, right? Okay, continue. I guess All I right. was referring to that type of man. Well, yeah, I mean, because you have to define what high value man. Everybody has their own definition. I have my own definition of what a high value man is, right? So um, you're saying that. 
if a man is with a woman that he loves, he cares about, but every once in a while he has his, I call it one-offs, right? Are you exploring his options? You're saying, what does he mean to her? It doesn't mean that he don't love her and he doesn't care about her. So he still loves her and cares about, but of is course. like. Because you understand something with sex, okay? Understand. And look, I'm going to really break this down deep. And it's some woman on the planet that can give a man something that's different that the other woman can't give him. You can have a woman that can be very nurturing, mother-like. You like her for that. You can have another woman because she's very freaky. She does whatever you want her to do. You have another woman that's another woman that's very submissive. She just always thinks you're right. And she always, and you have another woman that always builds her ego, always just telling you how great you are and how handsome you are and how beautiful you Give are. Give me vibes. That makes sense. So you have different women that do different things. Now, what happens with a woman that's with a man like this, and maybe she did some of the things in the beginning, but as the relationship continues, she started to get lazy. And it's just natural for people to get lazy in a relationship. And But you don't realize a man still wants and craves that. And that's why they crave the newness. Because when you have a woman that's new, right, she acts that way again, just like your woman used to act. But she don't act, your woman don't act like that anymore. Like, she don't be sexy anymore. She just comes out in no regular looking, I don't know, she got the style <laughs> put in the and hair. And she just don't look sexy anymore. You know, she's just like, because she's comfortable. So she just put anything on, don't do a hair right, looking all just weird. I don't know. It's like a little boy. So, you know, it's just like, you know, and I get it, you know, because you get comfortable. But a high value man, I mean, come on. You got to realize their expectations, right? And uh, some women understand this because they understand the man that they're dealing with, right? So you have to be very conscious of what you're doing as a woman if you want to keep this man's attention. Like, if you don't want but this man like, going I, don't, I don't know. Right. I get what you're saying. What you're saying makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. But it, I don't know. It just seems like two different categories then. It's like... It what category? Like, okay, what you're explaining to me, the way I process it, sounds mm -hmm. like it could be either A or B. A would be, okay, like you're with someone and okay this man is high value and you know obviously to be with a high value man always stay on 10 and that's also loving yourself always staying on 10 always da 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 but like I guess like wouldn't love be like on some days like I don't know like I don't know if I'm like if I just have like maybe maybe some women have like this fantasy thing but it's like who needs to be perfect all the time? But this could probably be my see, look, 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 look. I'm glad you said that. So you have to understand something. Like, even though everybody that follows me, they want to be rich, right? Everybody want to be successful, right? Of course. Mm -hmm. But they're not. Make sense? Everybody that listening to me, they're not going to be successful, unfortunately. It's just not for whatever reason, right? Same thing with women that want to date a high value man. I get they all want to. Everybody wants to. Every woman would like to have a man that's rich. And wealthy, take her around the world, buy nice things, don't have to stress about money, things just money, just calm, big house, nice cars, of course, right? So, and that's achievable. But to achieve that, it's not about being perfect. It's like you have to be intentional and understand that it's no lazy days. I mean, look, it's right. just like me as a successful person. I, I, I can't have a lazy day in business. And maybe some days I want to have a lazy, but I cannot. Some days I don't want to work out, but I got to work out. It makes sense? Like, I got to do it. It's the same thing with a woman. Or maybe sometimes she don't want to come out there and look sexy, but she got to do it because she wouldn't a high value man. 
So it's like, you got to realize that if this is the life that you want, you got to be, and you got to make, look, listen, you got to make what you call, like, you can't be perfect all the time. Well, you have to make your normal perfection. That makes okay. sense? Next right. sense? You got to make what other, let, let me tell you, this, it's women on this planet. What you call perfection is women's normal. I swear to God. Because I made a ton of women. You have some women that women think are normal, like per, like perfection, like always on 10. That's their normal. They always like this. <laughs> right? They always, they're intentional about their hair, their nails, how they look, what they wear, how they smell, their teeth, their lips. I mean, every how they treat their man all the time. They're just, it's their normal. Then you have another group of women they think it's just hard to do. You're like, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't feel like, I don't feel like putting it. I don't feel like, I don't feel like. And I am said, okay. It's okay you don't feel like it. Well, you need to deal with a man that's going to put up with that. So how about you mean it's not? And it's what it is. Make sense? So it's like if, you, like, if you want, listen, if you want the goal, then you have to act like that. I mean, you got to be the counterpart of what you're seeking. Okay. Like a man, a man in business, he got to be on his, like, if he want to be successful and sustain success forever, he has to be on his game all the time. So would like, you, oh. I guess, I, mm, I, to be honest, I understand what you're saying, but there's no but. However, I would suggest that, like, doing that would also have to include, like, not wearing your heart on your sleeve. Because. Mm. But what do you mean by that? Like, you have to explain that. I feel like, okay, when I say not wearing your heart when you sleep, it's like, okay, if I'm going to be intentional and all that kind of stuff, and you're this high-value man and I'm also this high-value woman, clearly you're protective. You're protective of yourself, right? So I feel like I would make me protective of myself. Like, I don't know how to refer No, 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 no. I mean, I think you're using the wrong word. Like, I'm not, like me, I'm not being protective. What am I protecting? I'm not protecting anything. I think what you're trying to say is like, you don't want to put your heart art into it, right? Don't you don't want to like give them everything, and that's wrong. That's false. If you're gonna be with a man that's high value, you need to you need to be your true self. You need to have your heart open. You want to, and you want to be like that with any man that you feel that is a man that you want to be with or date. You don't want to be closed off. Your issue is you just don't want to be hurt. Like every woman, they just don't want to be hurt. I don't want to be hurt. But listen, hurting is the process of developing yourself to become the type of woman that's necessary to have the man that you want. Because it's learning. You have to learn. And that goes back to knowing what a woman wants. You got to know what you want. You got to make a decision. Say, you know, what type of man do I want? Write it down. And say, okay, now what type of woman do I need to be to have this type of man? Then you have to go through that process. Make sense? Makes sense. And then, and yeah, you got to be open. You don't want, like, what man wants a woman that's closed off from her heart? One, one thing that a man enjoys about a woman is her emotions and her ability to love. Because men are usually more stolid. They're usually unemotional, right? But what we love from a woman because her ability to feel. So you think a man want to be around a woman that doesn't feel anything? It's <laughs> Absolutely. brought that, that topic up because I was also judging myself for that. Like, okay, because I'm very, like, feminine and emotional, I find mm -hmm. myself being with these kind that be, well, I don't be with a lot of guys, honestly, but the ones that I end, end up liking are mm -hmm. usually the ones that you just freaking described. And I was wondering if that was wrong of me, like to like someone like that, that's like not really that emotional. But it's not that you're not emotional. It's like, I know you're, I know, I don't know how to explain it. Like the connection is there. Like I would know the connection's there or not, but like, mm 
me being attracted to a man that is like you know I guess more headstrong. I was of course I, no, that's what you want because that's how your grandfather was. You're attracting men that were just like your grandfather. You want a man that's headstrong, but you want to make sure that he's headstrong about something that you okay with. Make okay. sense? And that's and when it comes, to, huh? And that's not wrong. No, of course not. And see, look, this goes back to knowing the roles of a man and a woman in relationships. And this is the problem. The people, they just don't know what their role is. And they don't know how to play out their role. You got some men, they, shit, they don't even know how to be leaders, right? They don't know how to be, make decisions. And some, went, some men are just overly emotional men. And they think it's okay. They think it's just it's normal, right? In the world, say, oh, it's okay. Cry all the time, man. You can cry. You're a man, but you can, like, it's all these mixed-ass mess, and they're wrong. And they're mm -hmm. wrong because those type of men never get the woman that they want. Or they get women that just cheat on them or treat like shit, right? Right. And then you get the man that's headstrong. Everybody wants the headstrong man, right? He knows exactly what he wants. He knows how to make decisions. He might be a little bit authoritative, a little bit aggressive as well, but every woman likes this man because it's a man that he feels that she's protected and provided, but everything that he does, she might not like, right? But she wants this man, you know, and every other woman wants this man as well, right? So it's just, you have to know, one, the roles of a woman. You're a woman, you got to know what your role is in a relationship, which I think is the big problem. Women not really knowing their role. Right. And I believe a woman's role should be a more up submissive, obsequious role. You want to be a helpmate to your man. You don't want to be understanding. You want to be less combative. You don't want to argue with a man. You want to deliver to him very kindly. You know, we don't need you yelling and screaming and acting insane. Because a high value man's not going to put up with that. Low value. Instead of acting insane. Yeah, low value man. He'll he'll put up with it, but a high value man, he's not gonna put up with that at all. Period. He'll check you quickly, right? Because he's not gonna do that. Because one thing that a high value man is, he's emotionally intelligent. He's able to deal with situations even when it's escalated. But he know how to de-escalate. But if his woman can't control herself or can't get to the point that she does manage her emotions at some point, he just that's a lack of maturity, in my opinion, as an individual. You know, just lack of uh, maturation there. But um, like I said before, you just got to know your role. You just got to know the role and you got to play your role. Men have a role in a relationship and that role is leadership, provider, security, decisive, um, you know, th that's the basic roles. Women, submissive, obsequious, helpmate, listener, understanding, you know, give your man compliments, build his ego, let him know he's the fucking man, you know, give him all these things. It's very simple. Right? Be the woman. Right? And it doesn't mean that the woman is weak because she's like this. Not at all. It makes a woman powerful. Very powerful. Make sense? Makes sense. Yeah, Makes but she just, she needs to be comfortable in her femininity. Be comfortable. Yeah. yeah, be comfortable being a woman. Be comfortable being female. Be comfortable being hurt. Be comfortable with your emotions. I mean, it's natural. You know, and don't go into a relationship feeling that you're not going to get hurt. I mean, come on, you're going to get hurt. Especially with, listen, you could be with one man and you'll never be hurt because he'll do everything you want him to do. You know what happened with a man like this? You ever been with a man that he does everything you want him to do? Everything. No problems. Never. Never in pain. Never in hurt. You know what you do? You cheat on him. Or you treat him like shit. Be honest. Bored, bored a little bit. 
Exactly. No, exactly. You get you get extremely bored. And when a woman gets bored, she don't like it. Let me tell you something. Women cannot be bored. Cannot. <laughs> <laughs> That's one emotion women don't. I'm telling you, a woman can be crying. She could be in pain, whatever. She could be happy, but she don't want to be bored, especially with a man. And if she's bored with you, if you're very, you're very predictable, man, she's just, she's going to find a way to sabotage you. Uh, she's going to find a way to provoke some emotion out of you, right? So, That's true. Yeah, she will, 100%. So, uh, yeah, you know, you just got to know your roles, right? And um, if you want to be with this extraordinary man, realize you got to be an extraordinary woman, and you need to be that woman all the time because – just like when you said, well, you're saying I got to be on 10 all the time. Perfect. Well, you want that man to make sure he's a provider all the time, correct? I mean, you don't want him to make money, then all of a sudden lose money and say, oh, yo, that's I can do. That's so funny. Like, I remember, you know, yo, that, it's so true because I remember one time when I was younger, like, I'm about to tell grandpa, like, I was like, grandpa, like, why you don't cook? And he'd be like, I pay the bills, right? And I would just be like, what? He'd be like, that's, he'd be like, that's a lady's job. That's a lady's job to cook. But he didn't say, of like, course. I pay the bills. And, like, he didn't say it in a rude way to me, like, I pay the bills, like, angry. He was just really looking at me with a dead, like, he was so dead serious. Like, why would I cook? And I, and I, and I, and I, and I, and I take care of the house. Like, I provide the house. But, like, now I understand what you're saying. Like, that doesn't matter. Yeah, a woman, a woman's supposed to cook. I mean, are you kidding me? He would look at me like I'm crazy. Like he was I mean, like, "What do you mean?" Hey, look, hey, look, these are the these are the roles. These look, these are the roles, and it is what it is. And unfortunately, as the gener as the um, uh, as the world evolved, obviously women got more powerful because they want to be in a more eg egalitarian society. They want to be equal to men. Blah blah blah. I get it, but listen. A woman's supposed to clean. They supposed to cook. You know, the man go out there and makes the money. He provides his roles. I'm saying you want a man to cook and clean the house? That's what you want him to do? Then who's going to provide? Who's going to make the money? <laughs> then you got someone be like, well, he can do it sometimes. I'm like, really? No, so no, how about crazy. you go provide the, how about you go provide the security sometimes? You know? How about I you go out there and provide for the household sometimes? He never missed a day. I'm talking to this lady. He cooked every single day. Like, that's why I asked. Why you don't never that's how it's supposed to be. Exactly. Yes. That's how it's supposed to be. That's how my mom was, too. She always cooked. I mean, why wouldn't a woman cook? How are we going to eat? I mean, duh. <laughs> he said, how are we going to eat? <laughs> exactly. It's like, hey, look, and you got some women right now. They're like, oh, no, hell no. I don't have to cook all the time. I don't have to do it. And those are the women that are single, they're bitter, and they have no one at all. I'm, it's just the truth. You know what I mean? Because they don't understand. That's just their role. That's that's, that's the role of a woman. And that's what a high value, because a high value man is very intelligent because he read, obviously, right? He read books. <laughs> he educate himself. And he knows exactly what he wants. And he understands the role of a woman in his life. A woman in his life is supposed to augment to his life. Supposed to elevate it, make it better because this life is listen, a high value man, his life is already perfect, it's great. So why would I want a woman that's not going to enhance that? I want I want you to enhance that. And you gotta do whatever you gotta do to enhance that. And if you don't know how to do it, educate yourself. Find out how to do it, then come back. Right? Period. 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 <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, that was a good talk, though. That was, yeah, that was a good talk. Oh, I got value tonight. 100%. I got value. Smash the love button, y'all. I, I'm, I, I'm glad. Now, like I said before, I'm proud of you. You're, you're doing your cosmetology now. You're making your money. Your grandmother would be so proud of you. She'll be so proud of you right now. I know she is. And you Thank keep shining. You keep smiling. Keep doing your thing and keep raising your goals, you know, for yourself. And um, um, you're on your way to, you know, finally are discovering your own destiny for your life. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I'm happy it. for you. Yes, ma'am. Much love.